listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Palpatine loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. He's tanked up on coffee. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, mate, I'm good. I'm really good. Um, I mean, usually at this point, we're like, oh, did you do anything good on the weekend? Or have you done anything Star Warsy? Look, Mandalorian trailer dropped. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what that's we did it. Star Warsy. That's the news. That's the news. <laughs> and that's going to be the main discussion. I can't wait to dive into it, Matty Boy. There's a lot to dive into. Um, and as per usual, we don't talk about it, do we, mate? We're like, we, we go into this nope. like not knowing what each other think. And I always think that's like kind mate, of special. That is the best way to do it, the, the spontaneity of it. Because if you come out now after all this positivity and be like, yeah, it was absolute waff. I hated it. Then I'm going to be caught off, or similarly, if I do so, I'm going to be caught off guard. You will be, and then we've got to try and talk around that. Um, yeah. I've seen a few reactions online, of course, and on via our Discord server and various community outlets. But I don't know what Lukey Boy thinks about it. And to me, mm-hmm. that is the most important opinion. But you're doing well, though. You're oh. looking good. You're doing well. Oh uh, yeah, mate. Not too bad. It's uh, it's it's freezing. It's <laughs> literally. Cold, it's freezing out. And, and listen, I know this isn't much compared to like our uh, our listeners out in Scandinavia or Canada or even a lot of parts of the US by the sounds of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, for us, it's cold. It's like one degree Celsius, I think it was the, the other day. It was one degree. It was minus five. Was it last night or the night before? I was like, this yeah. is, I can't, I can't be dealing with this. My toes double are freezing. blankets, mate. Double blankets, yeah. <laughs> double sausage rolls. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. sleeping me sausage roll socks, mate. I just wanted to. Um, oh, whoa! Let me throw it back to you. You all right? You good? Uh, yeah, I'm good, my friend. Um, good weekend. Quiet weekend. Enjoyed that Star Wars, eat Mandalorian. Thinking about Dinjarin all weekend. Uh, mm. Just as a disclaimer: if this is anybody's first episode of the sessions. Firstly, welcome. Please stay. Secondly, if you can hear some birds in the background, it's my fault. We're recording at a slightly different time today. I don't live in Narnia or a forest. Please, I'll do my best to get rid of them. Otherwise, we don't usually hear the birds. I needed no. to get that out for my own self-consciousness. But um, yeah, I'm doing good, mate. I'm really looking forward to talking about uh, the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer this week. And that was good news. Please, mate, please mm. tell me that we got some more good news from Sessions HQ and the Patreon department. Yes, mate. Well, uh, two, two massive shout outs to our latest patrons. And listen, you're going to have to bear with me. I'm sorry if I mispronounce this, but let us know, Rahul, how to pronounce this. So shout out to Rahul Agarwal or Agarwal. That's the, that's what I'm, I'm guessing it's maybe between these two. I've, and I've, I've Googled it, but Rahul, let us know, mate, if we've mispronounced that and uh, just get in contact. But thank you so much. Rahul has joined at the hello there 
tier. What a lad. And lad. also a huge shout out also in the hello there tier is all Star Wars fans. Now that name might sound a bit familiar because all Star Wars fans is a huge account on the old Instagram. Yes. So go check out our boy over there on Insta. Um, Matty boy, we're, we're, we're loving getting the new patrons, aren't we? And it's a good time to sign up. It's a good time to sign up because we've got a naughty little event coming up um, uh, next uh, week. It's next week, next Friday. Next Friday, mate. Friday, the 27th of January. The Star Wars Sessions Patreon watch along. Uh, we are going to be sitting down with our patrons and watching Solo, a Star Wars story. We're going to have a couple of beers or a couple of teas, coffees, soft drinks, pizzas, pasta, whatever you like, tiramisu. And we're going to watch... Solo a Star Wars story together. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have fun with it. Or you can just sit down, mute everybody, and watch the film and just look at all of our pretty faces. Either way, this is our third or fourth one now. They're always a lot of fun. We always get a great turnout. Everybody who um, comes on always wants to know when the next one's going to be, which is quite nice, quite validating for us. So Rahul and all Star Wars fans, you now have the chance to jump on that Patreon watch along. Like Lukey Boy said, thank you both for signing up. I'm not going to lie, when my phone pinged and it said all Star Wars fans have signed up to Patreon, I was like, wow, 500 million Star Wars fans have signed up to... <laughs> then I realised it was the name of the account and not a general statement. But um, guys, thank you so much. We've got some Patreon content dropping in the next couple of weeks. My solo show, Luke's solo show, and a cheeky, naughty, filthy podcast as well. But honestly, thank you so much for signing up. It means the world to us. Now, Lukey Boy... In my ear, it's not just a bird I can hear. I can hear this delicious chime. It sounds a bit like Big Ben Kenobi. I know what it is. You know what it is. Tell everybody, what does it mean, my friend? It means, it means, my boy, it must be the Galactic News Round. Rahul Kohli has revealed he was cast in a Star Wars project before later exiting due to scheduling conflicts to work on the hit Netflix show Midnight Mass. And speaking at the Critics' Choice Awards, Diego Luna said that Andor is being lauded so much because it's different. It's its own. It's exactly what we wanted to do. Hi, this is Brendan Wayne from The Mandalorian, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Our people are scattered like stars in the galaxy. What are we? What do we stand for? Being a Mandalorian is not just learning about how to fight. You also have to know how to navigate the galaxy. That way, you'll never be lost. I'm going to Mandalore that I may be forgiven for my transgressions. May the force be with you! This is the way. 
there's something dangerous happening out there. And by the time it becomes big enough for you to act, it'll be too late. Hang on, kid. This is the way. And this is the main topic for this week. As we've said, The Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. We've seen it. We hope you've all seen it because we're about to dive into it now. We're going to look at the trailer, what the new footage we've got, how does it link to the old footage, what we thought about it all, how excited we are for The Mando Season 3. Yes, my friend. Uh, Lukey Boy, this dropped on Monday night during Monday Night Football or Monday Night whatever it's called in the States, the NFL thing. I'm gl- Listen, I know we've got a lot of NFL fans out there, but... I ain't going to sit through an NFL game to watch this. I waited for it to drop the next morning. I've got no time. Yeah. Um, no disrespect. <laughs> but Lukey boy, Mando season three, I think on the last episode, you said that the potential hype or the hype surrounding this is akin to, you know, possibly the last Jedi or the force awakens in terms of recent star Wars. That is the most anticipated project since then. You've now seen what I assume will be the final big trailer final main trailer we'll probably get some tv spots but let's just dive into it what did you think about this trailer for mando season three um well it starts with the classic mate that western vibe again (laughs) so yeah i was in from from that moment from that (laughs) moment i was like yep 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 i'm here for it Matty Boy's uh, down in a bit of Ironbro at the moment. Classic. We oh, love a bit of Ironbro. Just uh, repping our Scottish neighbours. It's probably a bit early for for that, but you know, it's, it's never too early for Ironbro, is it? No, nah, it is. It, Other it, soft not, drinks are not. available. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it is. Yeah. There is. Um, <laughs> I had I had one. I was up in Scotland a few months ago. I think it's called the 1906 recipe, something like that, mm. and it's outstanding. You get yeah. it in a glass bottle. Unreal. Um, Nobody knows what Iron Brew is, by the way. It's a it's a closely guarded secret recipe. Nobody knows actually what it is. It's a drink that originated from Scotland. It is like fluorescent orange. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is, having sugar, but it, it tastes nice. It's the um, it's the official unofficial drink of Style Celebration 2023. Is what I heard. <laughs> it is. So. It is now. Yeah, I've got some here. But um, I digress. Sorry, my friend. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good, mate. I'm the one who uh, led us led us astray, mate. Yeah. I I thought I thought um, number one, it's Mando season. Bad batches on the TV is coming out weekly, but let's face it. Oh yeah, it's, that's like an appetizer mm-hmm. to Mando season. Yeah, and I say oh yeah because again, disclaimer: we've already seen most of it, so I now forget that it comes out weekly because I haven't yeah. got that anticipation because I've. so it's not to say oh yeah like oh great it's oh yeah i forgot no 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 exactly mate exactly so it it really we really are on like mando mode at the moment really really mando mode i thought this was a decent trailer it's not the best trailer um i think it felt very star warsy 
and inherently very Mandalorian. Um, I think he says that this is the way two times, right? Begins with this is the way and ends with this is the way. And so you're like, wow. Yeah. No, we get it. We get it. <laughs> is, is this the way? Know. Yeah. Yeah. That way, mate. That way. I, I would describe it for maybe lack of a better word. It's quite a conservative trailer, right? Um, it's not too crazy. I don't think it gives too much away plot wise, but it gives us enough context to know where the story is heading. Uh, and I'll come back to that anyway. But like, um, I, I, I was even thinking, this was last night, I was like, do you know what? I don't think this trailer is for us. Like, as Star Wars nerds, as Star Wars fans, this isn't mm-hmm. a trailer for Matty Boy, for Luke, for the listener. You know, this is for, I think, the general public. Um okay. Basically, just to get the word out. It's just general marketing. You know, this is one of the biggest shows of this generation. And... Of all time, actually. And um, with with that, you know, you've got to tell people, you know, the third season's coming out. Third season's coming out. And I think you can even tell that from the fact that this got a, like, a Monday night football spot. You know, Mm -hmm. this isn't for people like the Star Wars geeks to stay up late to watch the trailer. This is because Monday night football brings in tons and tons of viewers over in the US, which is the biggest TV market. So I, I, I think it makes sense. And, and personally, my boy, I'm happy that there's no like big revelation at the end. You know, there's mm. a, oh, who's that? Who's that? Yep. Who's that? I've got some theories. I've got some ideas and oh. there is enough for us geeks to kind of dissect and go, what's going on there? As I'm sure we're about to dive into Generally speaking, though, mate, what you know? What did you get from the trailer? Like, were, were you happy with it? Did it get you hyped? Did it do its job? The first thing I thought was, <laughs> if you haven't seen the book of Boba Fett, you've got no idea what's going on. Like, what's, why, why is he in the? Why is he going to the mines for? How did Grogu get back? Why? Gonna, but yeah. um, as for yeah. the trailer, do you know what? I'm, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised you said what you said that you thought it was terrible. Uh, I, 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 I kid. Now I, th- I actually am on the same level as you. I hate that you said that because I wanted to be the, I wanted to be the contrarian. But I thought it was a good trailer. I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a, an amazing trailer. I think it was a very solid trailer. But I hope that this is indicative of the season. Now, a good trailer will never show the big reveals. So you never, you would, you would never have seen Ahsoka or Luke Skywalker in the season two trailer, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this feels so, so, so I'm not wasn't expecting to see whoever we expecting to see this season but i hope this trailer carries on in the actual season like the vibe of it that it's just about mando the vibe Mm -hmm. i got was this is mando going to redeem himself uniting some clans you know fighting the good fight but it's all you know it's just they're just talking about mandalore they're talking about mandalorians they're talking about you know the creed Mm -hmm. the tribes they're not talking about it, it, too much else however there are two moments in the trailer where we will start seeing deviations now in terms of the wider story but i'm glad also that we didn't get that kind of gotcha moment and i think maybe that that might be why when i first watched it, i thought this is good but i'm not i'm not blown away by it and i think it was bobby lawson on our discord said he, he kind of watched it and was like it's fine you know i mean it doesn't get me excited i'm I, I, you know, I wanted m- maybe a bit more of that kind of Star Wars-y hit. 
And I felt similar to it. But I think it's because we've been so conditioned now to expect some big reveal or some big moment in the trailers that when we don't get it, it um, instead we just get a very decent, very good trailer. We're kind of like, oh, okay. It's just the next chapter in the Star Wars story. Yeah. But Mandalorian doesn't need it, it doesn't need to sell itself to us, like you said. We know what we're getting. It gave, in terms of what I want from the show, season three, what I would like, it gave me what I would like to see. It gave me, obviously, Din and Grogu back. We know that. It gave me more of a focus on Mandalore, a, a focal point now. We saw different Mandalorians. We've seen some droids and some other aliens and all that kind of good stuff. And we've seen some returning characters. That You know, mm-hmm. that's it. That's all for me. I, I didn't need to see you know, like a, a, a flash of Exegol. I didn't need to see a baby being born on Jakku or anything silly like that. I just want it to go back to its season one roots where it just felt a little bit more contained, connected, but contained. But I thought it was a good trailer. I thought it was a good trailer. It did its job. Did it get me more hyped? I wouldn't say it got me more hyped, mate, because I'm already very excited. It did, I didn't see this mm. and think, God, I can't wait for March the 1st, because I'm already thinking that based on the quality of the product anyway, the product, the the, the show anyway. But what about you? Just Did you get more hyped watching it? Did you watch this and think, oh, mate, six weeks can't come soon enough? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, I did. Nice. I did. Yeah, yeah. Only because, like, it just reminded me of, like, oh, yeah, we're not that far away. Mm. And when this is airing, Star Wars Celebration will be here before you know it. And then, like, the warmer weather and everything. Survivor so, as well, Obviously, I've, I've, I've lost it a little bit, and I'm pinning all my hopes in life on watching this TV show, apparently. Um, no, I, 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 I really liked it. Now, I want to I jump on a point you said about, like, this is much more to do with, like, the Mandalorian um, peoples, you know? Um, they are a people who, they don't all live on Mandalore, you know? And there's a lot of people in, in the world that are like, like you know, on our world who are just like that. Yeah. Um, and the trailer opens up with, well, it opens up with that sweet, but like then... <laughs> then he's like the mandalorians aren't just um they're they're, they're they're scattered aren't they they're like scattered like the stars but the point it's i nice wrote point. down was well the, the the mandalorians aren't just scattered like physically um they're scattered like culturally like they're they're not united and even in this trailer um i've noticed that a lot of them have like different badges and stuff like little symbols there are there, there are all these different clans yep. and we know there's now death watch and the 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 like house of Catan, like the people that are lord the night owls Catan, the night owls um and I, I i think this series this season is definitely going to explore that um and i think that is fascinating that's something that i love when star wars does when it explores like what's the political landscape like yep. yeah because we we know enough but it's it's cool that they're just like investigating it more and fi- you know filling in the blanks filling in what the new republic's doing filling in how on earth did the first order come to be now i know we've got canon books and stuff for that 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 helps flesh out the sequel trilogy but i think to get it in live action there's there's nothing like that matt yeah there's it hasn't really like been it has been touched upon but it hasn't been touched upon in like the mm. books and the comics you see something here and there sometimes it's incidental like the aftermath trilogy there there are there are things that were written about things stirring in the unknown regions which actually in retrospect <laughs> chuck windig did a great job 
like predicting because you can fit those in beautifully it, it isn't until you get a bit further down the line of like bloodline where it starts to really tie in with the resistance um so there is still a lot that they can do like the origins of the first order have never really been explored battlefront 2 and a little uh they mentioned that we saw kind of where it became uh yeah. in the in the resurrection dlc but they haven't really ever explained this we've never seen a moment anywhere i don't think unless i'm mistaken where they said this is now the first order we've seen yeah we've, we've seen those the, the the messengers and the contingency and operation sin there and all that we've heard about that in the mandalorian but i don't, yeah, I don't think we've really ever seen the the real origins, the real seeds being sown, and it looks well, like they're going to be using Mando to do that. Well, I you're, you're spot on, and we know that Mando is kind of like this central threadline, um, being like woven in in and around things like Ahsoka, or maybe it's the other way around, like Ahsoka skeleton crew book of boba fett and it's leading to some sort of climactic event like we know this is happening they've said that this is happening yep. they said it at yep. the disney investors day right and i think that's really i think that's quite sensible and i think it's pretty good going but like i i i thought of something that i've not i don't think i've seen many people talk about it on online okay i've had to do i've had to do a bit of research here and they could be doing a bit of retcon or they could be playing around with a replacement. But but hear me out, okay? Hear me okay. out. Um, in in Legends, Ooh. Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, obviously yep. got mentioned in um, Mandalorian Season 2. That's probably the focal point of the Ahsoka series, given yep. that Ahsoka was the one who was like, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? And we were all like, whoa, what? Yep. Um, Name drop. My drop. So that that's probably where that's going. Yeah. Now, is it me? Is it me? Or at the end of this trailer, Grogu is using the Force to kind of um, def- defend himself from this creature. Repel. Yeah. And it looks like quite, a, quite like a primal ape-like beast. Yeah. beast. yeah. Mate, it reminded me of Thrawn's like pet assassin is it rook uh rook the little geezer from uh rebels in terms of what we're he's having in seen rebels. Him. he's in he's rebels, in rebels. He's, he don't think he made out of rebels but um he did there 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 are other 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 rooks out there you've got to imagine yes well apparently he's a i think it's a nogri he's a, a nogri yes a nogri yeah nogri oh i should have never thought about that and like who's to say there's not another nogri in Thrawn's like catalogue of weird and and <laughs> awesome toys, and he's like, "Hang on, this mm. space kid, Moff Tarkin, uh, not Moff Tarkin, Moff Gideon, didn't bring me this space kid. He lost mm. him. I'm going to send out one of my assassins to go get him. Something like that. I'm like, oh, hang on, it's hang not on. a bad shout. The idea that Thrawn's got this kind of like animal menagerie on his star destroyer is great as well. I use you today, but I think to your point, mate." First, of all, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. And I think it's a very interesting idea because I think when Carson Teva, uh, Paul Hyunson Lee says there's something stirring in the outer region, outer rim, you know, before you know it, it's going to be too big. I don't think he's talking about the first order. Well, I don't think he's talking about Palpatine. I don't think he's talking about X. I think he's talking specifically about Grand Admiral Thrawn because yeah. of the tie-in. Something's happening. Now, there's an uprising. There's 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 something's happening out there we need to put a put the kibosh on it right now because we know this soka series is going to play into thrawn 
I imagine the skeleton crew will as well from the kind of early synopsis that's out there. It looks like it will do. Book of Boba Fett, I mean, who knows what's happening with the Book of Boba Fett, but I think (laughs) it it would be fun and it's easy to look, listen to what Carson Teva says. He's looking fresh in that Rancor jacket and say, and think, oh, he's Mm -hmm. talking about the first story. He's talking about Palpatine. Oh my God, somehow Palpatine returned. But I think he's clearly talking about Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh, which might be, which may be exciting for some, disappointing for others who want to see, you know, more of the First Order. I, you know, I, I'd rather it be Thrawn in this sense, just to keep uh, it a little bit more contained, and it I ties agree. in, ties into the other shows. There's no reason why that can't lead into the First Order. Yeah, like, yeah I, I, think, was, I think it will do somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, I was actually thinking this morning, right? I was thinking like. A scene that would be really cool would be Thrawn, kind of, he's got these stormtrooper, like, remnants around him, but you know they're going to be, like, squeaky clean, because that's that's Thrawn, isn't he? Tidy, tidy guy. A bit like Gideon's uh, stormtroopers versus the oh, remnant Gideon, stormtroopers, yeah. right, on Navarro. Um, but, like, yeah, I can imagine him looking at prototypes of, like, a new stormtrooper helmet. And armor, yeah, and going, know, yeah. yeah, and it resembles a lot more like the first order, yeah. Um, armor we get in a sequel trilogy, that, you know, stuff like that, yeah. Or if he, or, or if for some reason he is uh, looking at, um, what's it called, like the Death Star technology to go underneath the Star Destroyer, like we saw on Exegol, yeah, something like Love that. Those. Somehow, a thousand, thousand of them, please. <laughs> exactly. Somehow they managed to manufacture a thousand of them quite quickly, but so they got it. Somebody had to have a genius working on it. Thrawn. I think it will play into the rise of the First Order somewhat. Obviously, it depends how aligned Thrawn is with the Remnant, if it, or if he wants to take over the galaxy by himself or, or what. But I like the idea that there is a tie into the the next generation of of stormtrooper or, or it's grand admiral thorn who brings these new stormtroopers to the the galaxy because obviously the first thing we thought when we see the force awakens is oh we've got it's not the empire anymore so why do they look like stormtroopers mm. show us show us the extension show us the evolution um but yeah i think i think it's grand admiral thorn they're talking about i think carson Seaver is talking about thorn i don't know who he's talking to Obviously, the the trailer cuts it to make it look like he's talking to Mando. They're obviously in two different places. Mando is seemingly in that throne room with Bo-Katan, but Carson Teva is on a city planet. Now, a lot of people are rightly saying, OMG, you know, Megalos is Coruscant. It looks a lot like Coruscant. I hope, like other people are saying, I hope it's Hosnian Prime. Mm-hmm. And I've got a... I've got a 51% feeling that it is. I'm 49% Coruscant because we know Favreau and Filoni like to do things to please the fans. They are the, the fan pleasing overlords, which isn't a problem whatsoever. As long as it suits mm-hmm. the story and Coruscant would be cool, but I would much prefer it to be Hosnian prime. Let's see that bad boy city, that world, that planet in action before we see it in the force awakens again. Let give us something to feel similar to how they did with Alderaan after new hope they're still doing it now they're still talking about the destruction of alderaan to kind of make up for the fact that in that first film it's just brushed over quite quickly let's do the same with hosnian prime let's show us what it's like let's show us the people let's show us give us more to feel when it gets blown up and we know that the, the seat of power changed in the galaxy it would go it went from coruscant and then it then it went on a more of a revolving basis, so it didn't just sit in one planet. So the the rest of the galaxy felt like they had a say. It went to Chandrilla 
which is obviously Mon Mothma's homeworld and the birthplace of big boy Ben Solo, and it went to Hosnian Prime as well. Who's to say that this isn't Hosnian Prime now, that Dr. Pershing is just flying about with no bodyguards or anything, Dr. Pershing, who was last seen in New Republic custody. So yeah. I, I'd like to think it's Hosnian Prime. If it isn't, then no biggie, no big deal. We're going to see Coruscant again properly for the first time since 2005 or the special editions. Um, or but I love it. Or, or I mean, in in the nighttime when it's all lit up and like in in Andor we saw it the very industrial, very very the very kind sure. of concrete sure. underbelly. In in Kenobi we saw it during the day and it looks nice in the background. But Coruscant, it's a night planet, man. That shines in the nighttime. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think I it's Hosni in Prime. But you know, are you bothered either way if it's one or the other? No. <laughs> I, I, I would, like you, I would completely accept if it were Coruscant or Hosnian Prime. I think both are uh, feasible, to be honest. Both are completely feasible. Um, and for me, I, I, I felt like, not to get too uh, old GCSE A-level English, you know, on this, but I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I can't help but feel like this story this story started on the outer rim, didn't it? And it is very much, you know, a cowboy um, mm-hmm. in, in, in the desert, in the wilderness. And Grogu is kind of like the cub. You know, you've got, you've got a lot of like old school sort of storytelling going on. But I think even here, the sim, the, I, 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 I can't help but feel like it's symbolic that these guys, Grogu, Mando, and maybe the Mandalorians in general are being pulled back. They're being pulled back into the center of things, mm-hmm. you know, like the they core. were during the Clone Wars period. Um, and it's like their story was always meant to be, you know, a standalone story. And it is. It is a standalone story. But they're, they're, they're constantly be getting drawn into this larger picture, you know, this larger tale that is being told. And and I think that larger tale is exactly what we've been talking about, you know, filling the gaps to the sequel trilogy. I don't think there's, that's necessarily a bad thing at all. So in that, in that regard... I think, quite frankly, mate, quite frankly, it could be Coruscant or Hosnian Prime. And that really, essentially, or it could be a new sea planet. Like, yep. essentially, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It no. doesn't really matter. I would say, I would probably agree with you and say it probably, probably makes more sense that it's Hosnian Prime because they would have changed, they changed the capital. And that's the capital during this period of time. And that really Coruscant was the capital of the empire. So even historically and culturally, the New Republic probably wants to move away <laughs> from that, yes. you know, yes, and go to something like a, a city planet like Hosnian Prime. I'm just glad that there's not just one city planet. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, think that's, no, that's a bit close, you know, close minded. And yep. for, for, for decades, different Star Wars mediums have shown us new Star Wars planets going back to like Knights of the Old Republic, mate, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, I think hopefully it's a cheeky Hosnian prime mate, but um, talk, oh, talking oh, of planets and talking of other, I can see your face just smiling there. Matty boy, see, you can tell, you can really tell we love this stuff. <laughs> we don't, <laughs> yes, you know. we shouldn't like, like you say, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's a new planet called, called Bly, Blytown. If it's dynamite, but I'm it, here. 
if I'm there for that as well. But it's just if they make it Osnian, man, it's just man. Let's, I know. Let's, let's, let's tie it all up, man. Let's come on. I love it if it is. If it isn't, then it isn't. Then if it is, come on. It'd just be so cool. But uh, do <laughs> carry on, my friend. No, 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 no. It's cool, mate. It's cool. I love. I, I love this sort of stuff. When a trailer drops, it is special, isn't it? It is, it fun, is special. It? Do you know what? One thing I noticed as well about this uh, about this trailer, mate, is that we got a lot of footage that we've already seen. So I think a lot yeah. of people that are like, oh, yeah, you know, ourselves included, saying, you know, it didn't blow me away. Well, yeah, that's because probably forty percent of it, I'm guesstimating, we've seen yeah. or heard. You know, mm-hmm. th- th- it doesn't give a lot away. And I wouldn't be surprised, mate, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, like they've done with the Mandalorian, uh, historically, that this is footage from maybe the first four episodes. I, 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 I think I, I wouldn't, so. wouldn't be surprised. They're very secretive with the Mandalorian and they like to keep it locked down. And they know that this really is the, the, the driving force of this era of storytelling. So, wouldn't be surprised. So yeah, just going back to like Navarro, mate. Every time we're on Navarro, like it looks better. We we said that when we talked about the Mando teaser, didn't we? Yeah, we did, the, the initial yeah. one. Yeah. I think we said it about season two as well. It uh, looks a bit nicer, doesn't it? Yeah, and the weather's better. Fancy that, mate. <laughs> right. it's, it's amazing what a bit of a sweep in the streets can do. Can bring the sun out. Yes, man, mental, mate, mental. Um, no, I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy seeing Navarro and grief, grief, Kaga, um, because grief, like you know, shakes Mando's hand like an absolute boss. Yeah, Do you know mate. what I mean? It's, ma- it's like, one uh, of those kind of manly, beefy handshakes, isn't he? That <laughs> grief, Kaga, or Carl Weathers just does. He did it in Predator. He does it. He's just, he's just a big slab of beef he's a great dude um, Mando. Mando. navarro mate it looks fresh it looks vibrant it looks prosperous just like grief cargo does he's you now that man is living well he's got his red robes on his beard is now it's now so vibrantly salt and pepper it looks incredible um you see the ig11 statue next to him there, there's you can see there's a, a a prosperous trade going on there's lots of market stalls there's lots of droids, mm-hmm. lots of aliens walking around different species in and amongst the humans. In fact, I'd wager that without looking, there's probably more probably more aliens in the background of Navarro than there are humans for the most part, if I'm thinking about it. That uh, in the shots that Ooh. we do see, seems to be quite a lot of aliens in there. Um but uh, yeah, Navarro looks great. I enjoy it's funny because people say, Oh, I want to go back to Tatooine and I get that. But we all obviously Navarro was introduced for Mando and we go back there quite a lot, but I don't mind, man, because it looks different each time. The only problem with Tatooine is even if you go to a different place, it still looks like Tatooine in a part of it. It mm-hmm. still looks like it. Navarro, it, they're, they're making it look different each time. We're seeing that since the, since the empire has been purged, you know, since the, since the d- disease has been cut out, look what, look what you can create. Look what you can look what you have made of this place. And, uh, it's a, I, I like. I really like the place. It gives me season one vibes as well. But just to see, you know, grief as the administrator leading the way. I, I, I'm really looking forward to see why they go back, and I think we see later on why they go back or why they need I've, to go back. I've got two questions. Here I've we got go. Two Sam. questions. There is, in theory, someone on Navarro who isn't going to be in this season. Uh, G- <laughs> Gina Crano, Gina Crano's character. Yeah, I um, think the statue of IG-11 fell on her. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's why she ain't there. <laughs> do, do, do you think, because I've got another question. I've got another yeah, okay. question. Um, do you think they will, like, address that at all? Yes. And while, while you're at it, you do? You do? I, th- I think they have to. Not okay. not the not the anything to do with the actress. So I think the character because we've already said whatever people think about the actress, I don't care, um, or I don't care for any for, for for the actress necessarily. But the the character, I liked the character. I like you know I like the physicality that she brought to the role, and I think the character of Cara Dune is very very interesting. An Alderanian survivor, a rebel dropper, a shock trooper, awesome. I don't think they'd be quite willing to drop that just yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, so you think they will? I don't know how. I don't know if they'd just be like, "Oh yeah, she's gone to she's gone to scout the outer rim, or she's or whatever." Or they'll just say, in between the episodes, she was in, involved in an explosion, a bit like the new Independence Day film did. Um, I don't know how they'll do it. So I don't know. I don't know if they'll if they'll keep her, you know, kind of like whereabouts unknown in case they want to recast. It's a very interesting one because, it, you know, again, regardless of what people think, that the character was front and centre quite a lot in season one, was focal in season two, and was mm-hmm. going to be setting up a new show, Rangers of the New Republic, rest in peace. To, to then just be like, none of that happened. We're not going to mention it ever again. I get maybe some of the higher ups would be like, oh, we don't want to, we don't want to cause any discourse online. But it's about the story. It's about mm-hmm. the story. There is a character in this story. She's in. She's in there. She's on Navarro. She's a New Republic Ranger. She's clearly fairly uh, important or, or, or rising within the ranks. I think you have to deal with it. And whether it's something stupid like "oh, she was in an explosion," at least it's dealt with. At least you've mentioned it, and it's not this overhanging kind of all. Oh, what's going on? Why aren't they mentioning this character? Where is this character? And, and I liked the character. I thought the character was pretty cool. So I hope they do. I think Me they too. will as well. I think I think John and Dave, John especially knows having created the character and specifically for Gina Carano as well. But I think he knows that he's got to do something w- with this character. My, my two cents, and I'll throw it back to you, is I think I think it will be an open book. I think they'll say she's just off exploring or trying to get in for, or trying to gather recruits or something like that. I, I think yep. they'll keep her alive for now. But what do you think? How, how do you think they're going to handle that? Because it is almost a very large elephant in the room for Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah no, it is. It re- it really is. Um, I, I, I I'm not entirely sure, mate. I'm not entirely sure, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they do with it. But part of me hopes that they don't just ignore it. However. That being said, um, her arc did pretty much come full circle. You know, she got her point. medal. She got her medal. And you, Clean, you know, cleaned up her act, kind of. Uh, yeah. Arguably, you could say, well, her arc's done. That's it, really. That's, like, that's, that's it. She's done what she's needed to do. But clearly, that wasn't the plan. Clearly, she was intended to be part of this Mando verse. I think till the the very end. Uh, and like you right. said, I liked the character. Even the physicality of mm-hmm. the character, I think, was was really like you know important for quite a few people. Um, but nevertheless, the the actress sadly has has you know ruin that for herself so um i I tell you what mate i tell you what i've got one more question 
Well, one more question. And and this, again, uh, yeah, throw me your best theories or ideas. But I think the the, the return of Grogu yep. and Mando together, yeah? Like, I'll, 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 I'll give you an example. Last year, I watched with uh, my family up in Birmingham, like my, my missus' sister and my, my brother-in-law. Um, sister. Sister, um, <laughs> we watched Mandalorian. Yes, we watched Mandalorian, and they are super excited for Mando season three. They have not yet watched the Book of Boba Fett, so <laughs> I am re- I, I am reluctant to tell them. Maybe they've seen it, but I'm reluctant to tell them or or send them the this trailer because well, Grogu's in it, and they're going to be going, what? Hang on, what? What? what Where did he come what's, from? What's happened here? In the first episode of this season, or, or you know, first few or through um, throwbacks, will they address or will they do a retelling of sorts of how that reunion came to be? Do you oh, think? That's a very good question. Uh, I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if they handled it in the in the recap. You know, like the beginning of every season, they have a recap of what's come before. I wouldn't be surprised if they just put it in there, and then maybe in the first season, they're like, "Oh, what happened? I went to collect him from a Jedi, or something like that." They meant Mando mentions the grief or someone. If they want this to be an interconnected series with Book of Boba, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, then I don't think they can spend or should spend too much time in the individual Caesar series explaining what happened in the other one, like saying, saying, um, I don't think Din should say to grief. Well, I went to this planet uh, called Ossus and then show the scene again in like a flashback, because that's then for people like you and I, and most of the listeners who have seen Boba Fett, we've, we, we, you know, we've seen that. We know what happened, but I don't want to see it again. So I think it'll be, I think it will happen in the recap. Uh, and it will be, they're just going to trust that people have seen it. I think they'll, right. I think they may be, they'll probably chuck a line in, in one of the ep- early episodes to say that he picked up Grogu from a Jedi and is now going to teach him in the ways of the Mandalorians, which he is. He's even saying to him, he's even given Grogu, like, say, says to him, you know, to be a Mandalorian, it's, it's not just about being a warrior. You've got to be able to travel the galaxy. You've got to know the galaxy. I think he's talking to Grogu there. I think he's teaching him because remember Grogu was given the choice. You can follow the way of the Jedi or the Mandalore. He chose a Mandalore way, so um, they will address it. But I think they've got to trust that people have seen it. That, that most people would have seen it. I think it will be in the recap. Yes, it will be confusing to people because because they will be like that footage wasn't in the last season. But I think they've got to be an element of trust and also an element of saying to the audience, we, "We're putting we're putting it out there." If you you know if you want to follow the story, there's got to be a bit on your behalf as well. But what are you thinking, mate? Are they gonna are they gonna yeah. flash back? How are they doing it? Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a way to do it. If they were to do it, there is a way to do it, and of course that does come down to something as wonderful as you know the execution. I'm just, I'm like, there's no, another way to say it, lads. This no is way. the way um, to do get it. Get your iron brew. Get your iron mm. brew down, yeah. Yes, mm. filth bag. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, good. not jealous at all. Not jealous at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Recap. I think it's almost like a question of integrity. You know, yep. integrity would okay. maybe say, "Look, we have the confidence in our own product as Lucasfilm, as Star Wars, as a galaxy far, far away that you know about this, and so we're, we're just cracking on. 
We're just cracking on and we're not going to address it because, quite frankly, you should have watched Book of Boba Fett. I I, I kind of respect that angle. Mm-hmm. I respect that take and including it in a, um, yeah, like a recap. Um, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And I think that's probably where they're leaning. However, I think a line yeah. or, or, or a scene, something, it, it wouldn't hurt. It yeah. wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt because part of me does feel like when you've got Book of Boba Fett and or Obi Wan Kenobi coming out in in a very busy twenty twenty two feed for it the was. Star Wars canon, it, it 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 could be just a bit unreasonable to expect people to know this. But yeah, I can't help but think to properties like Marvel. Um, not necessarily the best example. However, Marvel does kind of treat, you know, its audiences like, oh, yeah, you've seen this, right? You've, yeah. you've, you've seen why this character's here because you've seen the other films, right? Not yeah. always, but they like, they don't really care. They're like, well, it's a cinematic universe. That's how it works. Yep. So, yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? It's, it's it is a, a hard one. one. It is a tough one because if you if anyone saw Doctor Strange two and was like, what, "What's going on here with Wanda and all that?" All of it is in Wonder Vision. But if you haven't seen that, it's a very, very mm. kind of jarring transition. Mm-hmm. And I think they can how they do it. I don't know because it is a huge moment. It's a huge moment to have to address because the end of season two. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in any house when Grogu was taken away. It was huge, and then for whether or people like it or not is very quickly addressed i thought it was a fast i thought it was done far too soon but it happened yeah, we've got to live too. with it they've got to address it because unless there's going to be a time jump i can't remember what it is going to what the time jump is but maybe they can address it in there somewhere but i hope they don't spend too much time on it but i like you say i think just just out of respect for both ways respect the people who have seen it but they've got to show respect for people who just want to see mando and grogu and aren't maybe interested in the book of Boba Fett. They just want to see Grogu. You know what I mean? There are people out there who just watch Mando for baby Yoda. And we know that. And that's fine. Two words, two words, droid cantina. Oh, mate, we don't serve your kind here or our kind here for that matter. My man, battle droids, battle droids. Were they, were they physical? They live action back because in the prequels they look like cartoons. We know that. Were they sitting there, actual puppets, animatronics? <sighs> if so, I think they are. It's the first we'll ever see of a moving live action B one battle droid, which is kind of a big deal. It's, which it's is kind cool, of a big it? deal, right? Cool. Oh, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the fact that I even like they're these they're they're essentially war veterans, aren't they? Doesn't matter if they're mechanica, they're war vets, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there sinking a couple of pints in this kind of like wo- like work working droids club. And there's Astromechs there, and there's all these other droids there. But the fact that we have a droid bar is a fun little deviation. And Mando's in there. We knew Mando hated droids to start with in season one. And as he's gone along, he started to warm up a little bit to droids. And now he's in a bar full of them. You know, what has forced him to go to that bar in particular? Battle droids. Like, thousands of them. What is like the battle droid renaissance? We've just had Bad Batch. We're going to be (laughs) slaying them. They're in Jedi Survivor as well. Uh, Well, that's what I was going to say. We're slaying them in Jedi Survivor. (laughs) 
you know, um, it's, it's, uh, it's filth. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure one of the droids in that could be wrong, but it looks a bit like the droid that helps out, um, Ahmed best in Jedi temple challenge. Oh, that's very cool. If it is. Yeah. And also, I think think there's a droid that looks awfully like, um, the original Ralph McQuarrie concept for C-3PO. Yeah, I, I think that's well. the one that's flying Pershing around. I think. Right. When he's on Coruscant Prime, Hosnian Sans. Yes. Looks, that, well, looks that, a lot like him. That looks very Metropolis, doesn't it? Yeah. It's very, very Metropolis. I've, um, I've got that. Which is obviously. It just looks great. Right. Well, here's here's another thing, Matty boy. I want to get your opinion on it. Maybe it's because I've watched it on my phone, or maybe it's because I've been watching it on my laptop. Um, it looks good, doesn't it? It looks good. You know, it's mm-hmm. clearly they've used volume. Ah, uh, yeah. But, but but this is Mandalorian, Matty boy, and mm-hmm. it's John Favreau. And Dave Filoni and John Favreau pioneered this technology. And although not always perfect, as you guys know, I don't always think it's perfect. Um, it didn't half look good. The effects look very, very good. Very good. Did you pick up on that at all? Yeah, I did. After the just sadly lacking visuals of Kenobi, in my opinion, I thought quite a few of them just did not look good for 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 real world reasons as well uh you know they just didn't have the time mm-hmm. or the production or the budget time um and book of boba fett at times also looked a bit ropey it's hard not yep. to look at this now and think well we've just come off of andor which was pretty much all all done uh on location so it looks pr- looked premium it looked top yep. tier and we know Mando sets the standard. So it was hard not to. I couldn't. It was just second nature. I had to look now. Uh, can I see any flaws? And I hate myself for that. I hate it because I just want to be able to enjoy it for what it is. And I'm um, with you, mate. It looked really good. I can't think of any moments really where I looked at it and thought, oh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. want to. I'm not going to be doing that when it comes out. Because I, like I said, if anyone listened to the recaps of season two, every single time I said, I, haven't, I didn't notice the visuals because I was so into the story. If you go back and listen, it's there. I remember saying it. Now, I didn't notice the volume or I didn't even think about it because I was so invested. And I think that'll be the same this time. I think I'm just going to be so into the story that I don't really pay attention to. Oh, I can see where they, the volume begins. I think it looked sharp, mate. I think it really did. A lot of it is because of Mando himself. Because he's wearing reflective armor, it looks so. It looks like he is there because everything's just reflecting off of him and the lighting works a little bit better. But I think it looked decent, mate. I think it looked good. I'm, I'm encouraged. Right. I've got something else to bring up that I forgot to say. I've got it written in the corner of my oh, little I've got notepad, a few people, mate. mate go on. Um, I agree, by the way. I thought it looked really, really good. Looked pretty fresh. good. Um, apparently, now I've tried this in the UK and it, I can't, I can't get it. I wonder if you know what I'm going to talk about now or what I'm going to ask about. On Disney Plus in the US, there is a slightly different version of the trailer and it yeah. includes a scene from. A, a metropolis, whether that is Hosnian Prime or Coruscant, of a Star Destroyer, a parked Star Destroyer. What? 
is going on there? Why is there a Star Destroyer? What, what do they need? And it's a proper, it's a, it's a, it's a big boy, isn't it? It's not one yeah. of the small ones that Gideon had. It's, it's the real it's deal. One, yeah. If anything, because uh, I didn't really bring this into the conversation earlier, if anything, if that is the city planet that he's visiting and Pershing is there, I can't help but feel that there might be Coruscant or maybe it's the new Republic have, have, have like locked it there and, you know, got the fleet or so that actually, that might even make more sense. So it could be either. What, what, what's up with that? What's up with the Star Destroyer? Why have they got one just parked? It's the right. latter for me. What you were, what you were saying at the end there is kind of what I thought. I think the New Republic has um, has got it, but then I haven't seen the footage. I've only seen a, a clipped image of it. I think like most people have. It looks like Pershing's there, but a few other people have said it looks like the Imperial officer. I can't remember her name for the life of me, but she's great. She was in season two a little bit. She's kind of like Gideon's almost like second hand woman, um, right hand woman. She's he's right there. She's right there the whole time. I think she's a fighter in real life. I think. Um, but if she's next to Pershing, if it is her, then he's clearly not, he's clearly a double agent. He's still working for the remnant as well as being Mm -hmm. detained by the new Republic. So that's the only thing that throws me off. Originally, I thought the new Republic have commandeered it. They're going to be taking, they're going to be stripping it for information, maybe for parts as well, and also just to rid the galaxy of these, you know, these these tyrannical empire machines, empire ships. But if Pershing is there with an, a remnant officer, that makes me wonder what you know. What is it doing there? You know, why why are they there? It, it's telling that it's not in uh, apparently not in the international trailer. I don't know why that is. I don't know why they have one scene removed in any of them it doesn't make any sense i haven't mm. seen the footage like you say i think it's we, we just don't get it if i look on youtube now i'm pretty sure there'll be a few breakdown videos on that just that one scene but yeah it's are. interesting and i saw that's stills a, of it i saw stills yeah, of it. i saw a still of it and it's but it's in and that's what i mean without context it's very hard because if that isn't a remnant officer and he's standing with a new republic officer then the new republic have that ship and maybe they're asking him for further information on you know what they can take from it if it's a remnant officer, where are they? I mean, where mm-hmm. where 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 mm-hmm. in the galaxy are they? But it's an it's an interesting one, mate. And I love that. I love that we have these questions. It's not. It could end up being huge. It could end up being nothing. But it's in the trailer, so it's it must mean something. Um, but I love that we're going. I like, say to these new these new planets. But we do also let's chuck in as well. We do also go back to Mandalore. We see Sundari again. A lot of what we saw on Mandalore, <sighs> we've seen already. It's just blown up. We see the man. The Mandos open up on a rocky planet. You know, when I think he, I think Din is given a speech to the Mandos. I think he is uniting the clans there. That might be Concord Dawn or Concordia. The Book of Boba Fett, uh, the armorer who's also in this trailer looking, looking fly. She says, you know, if our, if our, um, faction hadn't been cloistered up on Concordia, we would have been killed in the purge. So Mando, you know, maybe that's a lead. Maybe he's like, if I go to Concordia, there's going to be a few more of these geezers out mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. I think that might be Concordia. It could just be Mandalore. But I think it's it's one of those two planets. But with the fact that we're going to explore Mandalore, we see the we see the live the, the living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore. He finds an old Mando helmet down there. You know, there's we, we know he's going down there for redemption. He's going to redeem himself for his transgressions of taking his helmet off. Yeah, Mandalore's going to play a big part, mate. Um, it looked good to see it, but we didn't we didn't see an awful lot that we haven't seen. I mean, the rocky planet, I guess, is a Mandalore is Mandalore or a Mandalorian moon, but. You know, f- thoughts on what we saw of Mandalore itself? 
uh, it, it looks awesome. Something that's always bugged me is the look and the feel of Mandalore in exactly, Clone Wars. It? it really irritates me because I'm like, it's so un ralphy ralph macquarie and so on star wars i'm like no no however with time <laughs> they've made refinements and, and 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 little changed or updated little details that makes it way more believable and the fact that they've just like bombed out you know the main city on mandalore that you know the name escapes me <laughs> start again um yeah, I, it's I um it's- sundari Sundari, thank you. Yeah, you did. You just said that, but like, yeah, I, I my bad. But um, but yeah, oh mate, it's 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 great. I I think there is going to be a lot of politics. I think the fact that Din still has the dark saber is going to play into this story. You know, what about what what if these mandos, these spicy mandos for the lads? Oi, oi, do you remember that mm. spicy mandos for the lads? Mandos joke. Oi, oi. Um, they were like, <laughs> you know, what if they. I don't know. Are there to pledge allegiance to 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 Din? What he's if got the dark ruler, saber, right? Like, what, huh? He's got the dark saber. Yeah, he's the exactly. ruler of Mandalore de facto. Yeah, exactly. So, what if they're they're hearing about this? What if they're like, oh, do you know what? We're hearing about this dude. He's got the dark saber back. Um, he, you know, he's he's surrounded a lot by by Mandos. Even um, old Vizsla, thick boy, thick boy Vizsla, yeah. He he's back on the scene, and it's like, yeah. hang on, mate, you were what just you like doing? fighting him. You were just you fighting him. him. A prostate. Well, maybe he's done a U-turn. Maybe maybe this is after. Maybe this is after Mando has um, <sighs> been like redeemed himself, yeah. again in 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 the way of the Mandalore or oh, something man. like that. Oh, because they're fight the Mandos are all fighting on Navarro. We see the shot of them dropping mm-hmm. down to Navarro. They're in a ground battle. Mm-hmm. And we know that because the IG-11 statue is gone. It's been blown up or whatever. That's the one that fell on Cara Dune. You know, what, <laughs> you know, they, they, he's, he's obviously united these clans, but a lot, some of them were already on Navarro, weren't they? They were the Navarro clan. So we're going to yeah. see some Mando action. I think you might be right. Actually, I think that might be one of the scenes that could be later on in the season. Because why is he go? Well, yeah, I think so. Because why is why is why is he gone to Navarro again? We see a shot of some Nictos, some gangsters, you know, fronting oh, up to grief. Grief at one point. I think that's why Mando's gone back. I think grief has said to him, "Listen, mate, I got a bit of trouble. Can you come and sort it out?" Mando goes to meet him, and then when Mando leaves, I think then the Nictos start to try to take the planet, t- take the city, and that's when the Mandos get called in. For, that's when they arrive to stop it, but. um I think that's why they're going, but I think that's why they're going back to Navarro anyway. We see the little Babu freaks, the little Anzellans there as well. That was very yep. cool to see. But um, oh, yeah, I the think that might be, uh, the, oh, there's so many, but I think that might be why we go back to Navarro. I think the Mandalorians are there to protect their, you know, their former dwelling lodging and also to take out those gangsters that are either running up or of, or have killed grief cargo. No, there is so much stuff in this trailer that even the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm watching it, even on silence in the background, like muted, oh, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of details, Matty boy. There's a lot of details. And I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, mate, if only at the Power of the Force days in the 90s and we were just God, getting like a huge dude. wave of action figures of all these random aliens and background <laughs> people, I would be all over it. It is just so good. 
So yeah. good. The Dandelorian. I've got three words for you, mate. You've been chucking words and numbers at me. I've got three words for you. I need Go to on. hear your thoughts on this, mate, because we haven't Go mentioned on. it, and it's massive. Okay. Order 66. We get a flashback to the Jedi Temple, mate. Again, something we saw in in the book of Boba Fett. Done. We see a couple of, we see at least, I think there's four Jedi standing there in front of the, a door which is about to be blown up, a door which is being welded into. Who is it? Who is it welding through that door? Is it a saber? Is it clones? Is it somebody else? What's going on with that scene? Because uh, that is the one, sadly, and this is what annoys me the most, is that in this trailer, the one thing people seem to be talking about most online is Order 66. I want them to be talking about the Mandalorian, but which it is, is what it funny. Is. Which is funny because we've literally left that till last to talk about, and it's. Yeah, I, I, I think that was. I think that was an accident because we've. You know, I've, I've found it like easy to get sidetracked by the Mand- the, the actual Mandalore it's stuff. More important the, to me. Yeah, but the the the, the flashback. I suppose. Yeah, that ma- I mean, it makes sense that we're going to see more of, of it because we're going to see more of Grogu's past and yep. maybe Grogu's future as well. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> I is think it, we're is prob- it Darth Vader. It might be. <laughs> it might be. I mean. Uh, who else if it's a lightsaber user who else it's not going to be anyone else is it like uh, you know if if it's clones remember remember how darth vader was introduced in the new hope the stormtroopers welded and blew up the door for him and then he followed who's to say that the clones aren't basically opening the door for him and then he's going to come out as well like this is like vader without like pre-mask vader could still be there if he's not, fine, but it would be pretty cool just to see Hayden again. I'm always up for more Hayden. <sighs> there is so much goodness in this. He's loving it. There is so much goodness yeah, in this trailer, yeah, yeah. and even just talking it through, it's like, oh, <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> it could even be like a little bit of a left-field thing. We could see who saves him. It could be know. that. You know? Yeah, it could be. Because we, we be still... We, I mean, we got to learn, right? We got to learn eventually. Like, how did Grogu get out yeah, of the Jedi Temple? Wasn't much how, how wasn't he killed? I mean, he wasn't stabbed in the chest like Reaver and survived, was he? So <laughs> a few times, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, a few times, a few yeah. times. Um, yeah, mate, yeah, mate. It's right. Some real worth it. There's a. There, I mean, we could spend all day talking about just this trailer and our theories. Um, there's just a few more, and we, I mean, and you know, this is a Mandalorian special. You know, we this we're going to be talking about this in the Bantina and in the game. Um, uh, spoiler. Oh. Um, oh yeah, oh. mate. Yeah, oh. mate. It's a Mandalorian themed game, but that's yeah, at the end of the show. You got to wait for it. Stick around. Um, Stick around, um, mate. Some real world things. This trailer is still uh, after nearly two days of uh, being aired. Um, it's still number one trending on YouTube. Um, I think mm. it's, it's got millions and millions and millions of views across the internet. That's on it, very interesting. I know, right? On uh, on Star Wars. Um, the the actual release of it, it's got five million views, which is really really impressive for a TV trailer. It's really impressive, but that doesn't take into uh, you know account Twitter views, views of like re- what really bugs me is when I type in a new trailer and it comes up with like IGN's version. I'm like, no, I want to watch yeah. the Star Wars official. I know, version. I, don't I know need it's your 
I know it's the same thing, but I'd rather just go straight to the Star Wars channel. Thank you very much. Um, don't know how they get away with that. I don't know how they get away uh, with that. I how guess they've got, they got a relationship with them. I guess there's there, it won't be a copyright issue. They're, they're obviously allowed to, um, the, deal, there, yeah. there are email. I mean, I, I, I don't get them from Lucasfilm, but I get emails from studios with the trailer, um, saying, here's the trailer put it out. I do sometimes. Um, but there are, oh. you know, you do get them. So, and therefore you're, I'm allowed to then repost that or put it on my site without fear of, reprisal whereas i think lucasfilm right. will look at ign variety hollywood or whoever sorry on youtube and be like yeah you guys can have it. anybody else is just nicking it i'm really surprised by those numbers mate because i mentioned up top that about the trailer and since it's come out i'm not i mean i'm i've, I've been looking on the sessions socials and of course people are talking about it on on their like, listeners or just people we follow but on on my movie one, I, I'm not seeing anyone talking about Mando, and I'm not seeing it trending very much. This this trailer hasn't really got many people talking. I think it's dropped. You know, you've got obviously you've got Pedro's in The Last of Us, and he's getting a lot more traction for that at the minute. But I'm not really hearing anyone talking about the Mandalorian trailer outside of Star Wars, and and I know, but look, my my little area of the internet isn't vast you know four five right. six thousand people on twitter but i'm not really seeing them talking about it and that 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 upsets me except to know except people are very excited baby yoda's back and that we're going to get an order 66 scene but i'm not seeing anyone kind of being like this is a great trailer i can't wait to see din going to mandalore looking forward to seeing bo katan where's gideon and all this kind of stuff because he's not in the trailer not really seeing an awful lot of chitter chatter about it and I don't think that's not to say that there's fatigue or people don't like it. It's just, you know, I'm used to seeing when Mando's trailers drop or any Star Wars trailer, the internet blows up for a while. And maybe it's just me, but I haven't really seen that as much. I don't know. I, I can't say, I'll be honest, because I, you know, I'm, I'm not doubting you, of course, but like, and, and that's like from your account's perspective, right? But like, I can't say that I've felt like that. I've I've seen very much like an outpouring of Mando discussion, mm-hmm. particularly on um, Twitter, Instagram, and even like TikTok. On TikTok, a lot of people have been on like, TikTok. I don't know, I'm more active on that than than yourself. But like, yeah, I, I've I've noticed more of 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 chit chat of Mandalorian than say something like Andor. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah, but. Yeah, I, 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 that's not something I necessarily thought of, but it's interesting, interesting. Negative per se. It's just something that I'd had, you know, had they'd shown something mental like, you know, Anakin Skywalker in the trailer, then I think people blow True. up. I think the fact that this trailer is just such a decent, solid trailer that people just, you know, yeah, it's great. I'm happy. Can't wait for the Mando. Now let's talk about this game that came out or this TV series that's on or something else or how much Pedro Pascal was a daddy. You know, there's, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just the acceptance that this is going to be good. We all know it's going to be good. Let, let's just get to it now. But I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I, either way, that doesn't in, uh, impact or affect my excitement for it. You know, so no. some of the shots in the trailer we've seen, all right, look, mate, we've seen Grogu, we've seen N1 Starfighter in hyperspace. You know, great. We we, we saw an, an aerial battle on a little planet. We saw Pelimotos mm-hmm. and fireworks. Mm-hmm. And we saw Grogu force pushing someone at the end because you don't need no man, though. That dude can handle himself. We saw some cool moments in it. And that's, that's enough for me. You know, I don't need the big reveals. Maybe the wider world does. Or maybe it's just an acceptance that 
everybody just loved Mando and they're just happy it's back and they yeah. saw it, they liked it, and they got on with it because they got what they wanted. I don't know. We now we all we also got um and and this I, I promise this because I know we have gone way over time on the main topic, but best bin Mando um it? just just reminded me anyway that the directors of Mandalorian season three were also um announced, which is pretty pretty snazzy. Uh, have you got that list handy, Matty boy? Uh, or, I haven't um, got it handy now. I know Carl Weathers is back and he's doing yeah. a Mandalorian episode, which I which I can't wait. I think he was very very good. Um, he, he's uh, I think we've got um, Rick Rick the, F- Fam- Famuyiwa is back. Carl Weathers. Back. That's what he back. should be. Bri- Bryce Dallas Howard is back. So, from my perspective, that's all like that's that's like you know your top people are back. Um, but we've got some new people as well, haven't we? Let's have we a look. Do. Right, we've we've got. Uh, let's have a look. Peter we've got Lee, Ch- Lee Isaac Chung, who is very exciting to me because um, he directed Minari, which was a beautiful film that came out a year or two ago. Fantastic film. How they've yeah. got him. I don't know. It's great, great news for Lucasfilm because he's a very, very good director. Um, Family Ewer, I'm excited about. Um, but Peter Ramsey, for who directed Into the Spider Verse, which was the best comic book film in years, maybe decades, which is again very, very exciting. Rachel Morrison, um, mm-hmm. she's the DOP on Black Panther as well. So they've got somebody who's kind of treading water in the directorial game. She's done TVs before, but never kind of a feature film. Yeah, she's done the morning show, which is yes. Yes. which is an outstanding bit of TV. The first My season, man loves anyway. That. You like yeah. that, don't you, mate? Well, that's, yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. you know what Mando does is it gives directors who maybe aren't the household names, but you know what you know what it is, mate. It's my mantra or my 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 belief. You put the right people in the right place, and this is what mm-hmm. they're doing. Like Rick Famuyiwa wasn't a household name before Mandalorian. He may not still be now to a lot of people, but they've they've seen what he can do on things like dope. And they've given them a chance, and his work is stellar. Similar to Deborah Chow, yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. They've given they, she's cutting her teeth now in the Mandoverse. And who's going to sit here and say Bryce Dallas Howard isn't killing it? Carl Weathers doing a great job, and now they're bringing on these new people. Who, I mean, Lee Isaac Chung is excellent, but again, may not be the household name. Right, but they're bringing on the right people. They, they, they rec- talent recognizes talent. Game recognizes game. They're bringing the right people on board, and game I'm excited. Game, hey, <laughs> game recognize. Hey, look, they look. These guys can come on and be absolute rubbish. We, there is also that. Yeah, but I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited that we've got new voices in the chair. We're not just having the same set. I love that we get a little change up, a little diversity each season of who we're getting in to keep the tone mm. and change a little bit. Man, uh, that that excites me just as much as well because obviously Favreau writes every episode, which for some reason people were upset about the other day when they found that out. He's he's written all the episodes for every season, you goons. But they, he then brings in different people, different voices, different backgrounds and experiences to direct, and that's where we get the flavor, flave, the Favreau flave. I'm excited, mate, for that flavor. Tell me what what's flavor? your flavor. <laughs> This is the way, mate. This is the way. Hi, this is Misty Roses. I am the performance artist for Queel and Frog Lady in The Mandalorian. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) 
Yes, my friend, you've just said it. This is a Mando-centric episode. We are keeping up that Mando filth by parking the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina, which for this week has been repurposed as a droid cantina. But the only question that remains, my friend, is... Shall we? Yes, do it. Ah, yeah, come on. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yeah, that's my favourite part of the Bantina each week, seeing Lukey Boy open those big old saloon doors like a Mandalorian, true Mandalorian. Uh, For those who are new to the show or old, each week we sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers. Let me get your thoughts on our main discussion. And this week, we asked for your thoughts, obviously, on the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. Yes, and to kick us off, it's none other than John Hoey from the Resistance Broadcast. Let's hear it, Matty boy. What's up, Star Wars Session dudes? John Hoey here from the Resistance Broadcast. What did I think of the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer? I'll tell you what I think of the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. This show looks grand. The show looks cinematic. The show looks big. Bigger than ever. I'm really excited to see what Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni are unraveling in this next phase of the story of Mando and Grogu. But more importantly, the thing that shocked me the most and twisted my mind up was seeing Coruscant in post original trilogy time uh, with Dr. Pershing there and that speeder just mind-bending. Uh, is he going to go to Sidious's headquarters on the outskirts of the city there? Uh, I'm so excited for this show. March 1st can't come soon enough. It feels like the right time to see these characters again and I can't wait. Thanks for inviting me along to send this reaction, fellas. See ya. We love it. We love it. Well, Mate, it could be Coruscant, and it could be Papa Palps' old HQ. That would be Ooh. a little bit mental. Uh, I think John and the TRB team are over in uh, London for celebration, so hopefully we can have a cheeky catch-up with them very soon. Hopefully so. Joey, how he loves it, and he's, he's loving it. Um, he does. Yeah, yeah looking yeah, forward to sharing a few beers with the lads, uh, the guys over there. That would be a lot of fun, and very excited-sounding Johnny Howie. For season three there, mate. Yeah, there we go, mate. Bigger. He reckons bigger. Right, okay, let's head over to Instagram to see uh, what you guys were saying about this trailer. Um, Popstar Indie. This is, of course, our boy, Ross Holliburn. He says, March can't come soon enough. Uh, Ventures says, I love N1 Starfighters. That's my thoughts uh eddie rosa says the mandalorian is always great at carefully distributing grogu's cuteness and the trailer makes it look like they plan to keep that up this is just a dose of easy star wars content i need right now uh the king of wales luke summerfield says thank the maker i know it's cheesy i know it's safe but it's pure star wars at its cure at its core at its cure 
This is the way. Oh, we love to see it. Uh, Sam Cuddy says the Mandalorian lore is strong. Cannot wait to see more. Twin Suns Collecting says, yeah, was my first thought. Pilpertine, Amy, says two words. Battle droids. And uh, I mean, I mean, it's the, the, there is loads of positivity, loads of positivity. However, there's one or two, and it is a, it is a real minority. Tubular Tommy says, hate to be this guy, but to avoid Grogu fatigue, I hope we get more story and character development with him other than just being adorable. Listen, I think that's a great point. I think that's a stellar point, Tubular. Um, yep. And I, I, I think that is actually what they're going down. Um, and I do think they need to flesh out that character and really flesh out his his existence, you know, the point of why he's in the show. Um, Eve Evangel says, fan service, the show. Uh, but he goes on to say it, it is, albeit amazing, <laughs> fan service. <laughs> Fan service is not a bad thing, (laughs) but watching the Favreau series always feels like watching other kids play with their toys. There is no need for R5 to be in this or a droid cantina to serve their kind. It's all a bit meta and see what I did there. Of course, I still like it because it's playing it safe. And I'll be honest, I'll take that over The Last Jedi. Some filth coming in there. Coming in with a take, isn't he? But generally, mate, generally, we've we've had some like real positivity coming through. People really going crazy for 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 this trailer and for Mando season three. It's not that far away. Um, and to continue the filth affair, it's Commander Taylor with a voice note. Let's hear it. Hey guys. Commander Taylor here, and I wanted to give my opinion on the latest Mando Season 3 trailer. First off, I just wanted to say it was a solid 4 out of 5 dark saves for me, and only because we've seen a lot of this footage before. Not to say it isn't beautiful, so good, as Dan would put it. Um, Coruscant, current Coruscant with the New Republic, ah, so exciting. Uh, but actually, a friend of the sessions brought up that it might not actually be Coruscant. What if it's Hosnian Prime? Um, and yeah, why why would there be Imperial business happening right in the heart of the Republic? Um, you know, maybe keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I know there's a lot of levels to Coruscant or possibly Hosnian Prime. Um, I do expect we're going to see Hosnian Prime, you know, someday because... You know, when we see the people of Hosnian Prime staring into the their doom of the annihilation of their planet, yes, it was sad, but it wasn't heartbreaking like I feel like it should have been. Or maybe I'm just heartless. <laughs> I noticed that when Grogu takes out that caveman savage, he's alone. Have we ever seen Grogu alone? And he seems a lot more confident, too. I cannot wait to see this storyline. Um, one of my favorite parts of the trailer was when they, who I believe it's Din, picks up an old Mandalorian helmet from a previous war. Mandalorian history! I know we have a couple of history teachers out there that'll probably love this. <laughs> um, I believe that this is foreshadowing, right? It's obvious there's going to be a war. It's the Mandalorian. Um, and I think it's even showing, you know, that in a galaxy far, far away, history repeats itself. 
Anyways, can't wait to see it. See you later. Commander Taylor, uh, so good. So good. That's right. That is right. Getting in the spirit of things. We love to see it. Thank you for the positivity. We love the hype and, and, and also appreciate the theories and maybe one or two concerns. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sending that in all the way from Canada. Um, Matty Boy, what else are people saying over on Twitter and Facebook? Uh, on the other socials we've got james washington says it looks incredible new planets and familiar ones we haven't seen in the show yet mandalorian is my favorite show of all time not just because it's star wars related but it's so well made i'm counting down, counting down the days what did you think of it see the last hour in 15 minutes for what we thought about it our friend um the max rebo experience our blue buddy it looks great with bitter asian dude paul hyung sun lee and coruscant and a droid cantina uh, just playing Ken. I'm positive it will be better than all of the slog series we got in 2022. <laughs> Wasn't a fan of that. Uh, Jonathan, how about this one? The direct result of undermining most of Mando season two, and especially the finale, by reuniting the characters mere months later to drive engagement for the Book of Boba Fett and to protect the markability of Grogu over story, tells me everything I need to know about Lucasfilm. Jonathan is not happy at all there uh, and then very quickly moving over to the the book of face we've got jimmy adams he just says i'm intrigued philip james e absolutely class my friends jack copestake this is interesting i literally haven't been this excited since the force awakens was announced wow i can't wait tracy haig shouted it was epic and chris vince said very good i'm very much looking forward to see where the series goes and all the fun along the way and that is the way and we have one more voice message coming in from uh, gina mon she's a pokemon streamer it'd be a crime if you hadn't seen her whilst uh, she waited for the mando trailer to fall she was out there gotta catch them all that's a little rhyme i just made up let's hear the voice now <laughs> to all the Star Wars session listeners it's Gina Mon here and I have just finished watching the new trailer for Mandalorian Season 3 I can say hand on heart that this was one of the best trailers that I have seen for Mando there were so many easter eggs jam packed into this short trailer and there was so much information that could have easily been missed if you've only watched it once I would recommend watching it a couple dozen more times the scene that stood out the most to me has to be the flashback that poor Grogu was having during Order 66 and my question is will Hayden Christensen come back and reprise his role in Mando in these scenes are we going to see some new order 66 footage that we have never ever seen before Ooh, Ginamon coming in hot there with the question for the sessions boys uh, love your enthusiasm for the trailer uh, love everything you have to say about the easter eggs and how excited you are for the show um, Hayden Christensen we mentioned that just on the main show oh, I think it was uh, I'm going to say there's a 30% chance that we see Hayden Christensen, even if, even if it's just like a very quick flash of him walking in. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily, maybe not see him slaughtering people. We might just see him walking in just so we can all go, ah! um, I'd love to see Hayden again. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I didn't think we'd see Luke Skywalker either. So for now, you know, all bets are off. 30% chance that we see 
Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader in this uh, very enthusiastic voice message. We loved hearing it. Hayden Christensen, mate, are we getting Hayden? Uh, like you, I'll give a percentage. 50. 50-50. I'm 50-50. We're going to see him. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me, but let's see. Let's see. I think I actually think maybe just tip it over 55. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So confident, confident here on uh, one half of Sessions HQ, more so than the other, but I think we're both basically leaning to we probably there's a high chance still even if we if we yeah. if we collate yeah, our yeah, scores yeah. together yeah, yeah yeah definitely definitely but um no genomon thank you so much for sending in that voice message same to you commander taylor same to you johnny howie and everybody who sent us uh, comments on our social medias if we didn't get around to including them this week please do keep sending them in and we'll do everything we can to feature you on an upcoming edition of the bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast best podcast that's right spice is part of the bantinas the patreon question section and to kick us off this week you might know him in fact, you probably love him. It's Martin Mido. Uh, he asks this question. Hi, Star Wars Sessions Kings. My question is this. If Lucasfilm gave you creative control over the next animated project, what would it be? Can be anything. Feature film, series, sky's the limit. Look forward to more sessions throughout the year for light and life. Uh, Matty boy, what are you saying to the animation-centric question there, Matty boy? Local boy, huh? Mido. That's a good one, Mido. Thank you very much for the question. Um, Straight off the bat, I would quite like to see animation stay on the smaller screen on the streaming series. Mm -hmm. Um, I love animation. I love democracy. But it just makes me think of the Clone Wars film. I can't think about that at the cinema. Um, so I think animation can, and I don't mean that as a general statement. Look at Pixar, look at DreamWorks. They, they, they are the opposite to that. But I'd like to see the big boys on the big screen be live action, be the, the event. Uh, I, do you know what? My mind is, we've mentioned it on Discord. I think you know what's coming. I've seen it on Twitter. I would love a sequel trilogy animated series. It doesn't have to be in the Clone Wars style like we've seen. But I would love one which is set post-Jedi, Last Jedi, but mm-hmm. actually then overlaps with Tross and actually goes past that. No, three or, yeah. like, like Rebels, maybe three or four seasons, just so we start to understand what happens after Tross. Would it be as much of a hard sell to get Daisy, Oscar, John Boyega back for a voice-speaking role, which they could probably bash out in a few days? Might be a little bit easier to do that. Plus, it's, just, it's, it's a way of just fleshing out that era, that era mm-hmm. without again with, with, with less complications i'd love to see that maybe something in the high republic i see your for light and life there's stuff there martin maybe some high republic stuff as well because you know we're getting in the books we're getting the acolyte we're getting a bit in survivor yeah give us a little animated series like the clone wars uh, there's a lot i'd like to see but mine would be the sequel trilogy era my friend i'd love to see something there for the politics the state of the galaxy and these new hero characters and kylo ren the bad guys i want i just want more i don't, I don't want that era to just die off 
for the next 10 years. I'd like to see a bit more, mate. But what yeah. about you? If you had any animated project you could do, what you're doing? Yeah, I would actually have uh, an anime. I'd have a continuation oh. of something like The Ninth Jedi, or oh. I'd have, I would have um, a just a, a new anime series made by one of those yeah. guys that, that, that clearly showed that they can work on magic uh, via Star Wars visions. Um, I think there's definitely room for that. I've actually been watching Attack on Titan recently, and it's, it's superb. Oh, yeah? it's, it's absolutely superb. It's great storytelling, and it's they really push what animation can do and not I, yeah. I don't mean that literally i mean that through an, an animated form of storytelling you know you're not confined by by physicality you're not confined by actors <laughs> and sets and yeah you can draw it and yep. i think that's the advantage of something like that and yeah although it's obviously still very much confined by a galaxy far far away vision sold it to me for me, for me, Martin, it's an easy one. I'd have an anime series. Doesn't even need to be canon. Doesn't need to be canon. Just go nuts. Go nuts. Do your own thing. Do it over whatever. Set it in a different universe, in a parallel universe. Knights of the Odd Republic. I'm not that bothered. I'm just happy for the content. That's what I think, Martin. It's nice. a great question. Also, I, I, I'm saying this question because I had a feeling Matty Boy would say the sequel trilogy animation so show he knows and, it. and yeah I think that is uh, perfect I think it is ripe however I think they're probably waiting to see what the Mandoverse does that's probably why we're not going to get that for a while but I do think it's going to happen so great question there mate give it to me great shout mate with the anime i think you're right let's let, let's wrap up the man though first what a shame mate. we've only got that filth to come and then we'll <laughs> get more nice one martin mate martin we want to know your answer to that question as well and everyone listening let us know what animated project you would love to see if you had the money and the the means to do so uh, moving on now to the face of florida the, the floridian face sammy cudmore he's a good looking right. guy he says hey fellas short and sweet this month a bit like me matt do you have anything in particular that you're hoping to get a Star Wars celebration? Collectibles, merch, paraphernalia? For me, Sammy says, I'm so excited for all the exclusive merch. I'm specifically looking to pick up a celebration exclusive Funko Pop or two and some exclusive Ahsoka stuff. Cheers, mm. bravs. He's been listening. Uh, Sammy, yeah. mate, great question. Lukey boy, are you uh, looking to swipe some swag at celebration this year? Well, I've got, um, you know, when you were buying the celebration tickets, you could get a T-shirt with yeah. it. I, I, I did at, I did order a T-shirt. Oh, I got a I lanyard. Did you really? I got a lanyard, oh, man. Filth, mate. Filth. I love it. Yeah. Um, so for me, if there are any like black series or anything like that, that we even have a chance of getting Sammy, because if it's anything like Anaheim last year, it was a bit of a mess. And basically, people like Jimmy, I, I think he just longed it off. I think he was like, look, I'm not, I, I, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. I'm just waiting around all day just to go to buy something in a, in a shop that's not even in the same part of the convention center. So I do, I do think it's how Celebration Read Pop, Lucasfilm, organized the event. I would love some toys. I would love some toys. Uh, if it means picking up some Power of the Force, yes. If I pick up some Watto, yes. Uh. Um, some 
nu bine, eu am Dubai, apară de fosă, Phantom Menace Toy. Yes, mate. Yes, give it to me. Um, there's loads of filth, Sammy. Loads of filth. If I know it, if I see it, I'll buy it. Yeah? If I'm like, look, mate, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. I'm. I'm also. I'm looking forward to maybe seeing stuff that I'm not. I. I you know. I don't. I'm not going out to buy. Like, I love the uh, Star Wars Visions um, statue that I've got. Yeah, of the mm. Ronan. Johnny got that, but I saw it at MCM Comic Con, and that's kind of what sold it for me. Yep. Seeing it there, Impulse. and I think Dave Dunn picks one up, and I was like, oh mate, like I love that, and so. Yeah, mate. That's that's probably what's going to sell it to me. What about you, mate, boy? What tat? What tat are you going to buy? None. Clothes? Nothing. Any, nothing. I'm not booze. interested. But yeah, booze. Yeah. Booze. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not interested. I uh, generally not. Do you know what I mean? When Lukey Boy's seen me at MCM Comic Con and that uh, at FCC, I don't really buy anything. You know, I think I've bought no. a I bought a Force Awakens Ray figure once, and I bought um, a Squishmallow thing for my daughter which was just because I saw it. I don't really buy anything, and I'm not... Again, you know, I get the whole... The, the cliche, the sessionsism. I'm not really a collector, but I've got some collectible stuff. I'm not going out to look to buy anything. You know, if I get if I can get a celebration mug or something... I love a mug. I love a mug. love my tea and coffee. Oh. But in short, no, oh. I'm really not. I, if I come back from celebration with nothing, it, physical, I'm not bothered whatsoever. The... The sentimental quickly answer, mate, is what well, my look. I'm hoping to come back with some great memories, some some great photos, some great videos, some great mates. Um, that and that is it. Go. That is literally, genuinely, one hundred percent what I'm looking to come out mm-hmm. of celebration for. I could do without buying figures. I could do without buying things which you know I'll put on the shelf. Maybe I maybe I'll look at every now and then. But all the stuff I want isn't going to be at celebration. I'm just looking forward, man, to making good times, making the memories, genuinely. Uh, so I know it's a bit of a bit of a brush off, but to answer your question, no, there's nothing I'm looking forward to. Uh, and to jump on Luke's point, unless something mental jumped out, and I was like, oh, that's piqued my interest. I want it, but I'm not going there with a couple of bags full, uh, empty, sorry, ready to fill them up with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me there'll be like a new exclusive ray. You're going to be like, oh, do you know, I'm going to pass that, lad. So would you be tempted? Um, would you be tempted? It depends. It depends what it, it depends on the cost, for one. And it depends on mm. what it is. Because I've seen some Ray figures, for example, we're using that as an example, which are expensive. And we all know cost doesn't always mean quality. And it shows. Some of them don't look mm-hmm. great. Like the face moulds aren't great. Or the, like the stance isn't very cool. Yeah, it has to be. It has yep. to really stand out. And... Um, you know, that's a good thing. It is a good thing, yeah. Like I say, good if thing. I'm going to drop some dollar, whether it's ten ten pounds or or five hundred pounds, God forbid, I want it. It's got a shout to me. I don't want to look for it because if I look for it, I'm not going to find it. It's got. It's like a kyber crystal. It's got a call to me, and then when I see it, I'll know. So I think, yeah, like kind of like what you said, mate. If I see it and I know, then I'll get it. But I'm not going to be going to celebration. Look, I'm going to have my. I'm going to have a bag full of wires, microphones, and recording equipment. I ain't got time to be. I haven't got space to be walking around with stuff. So uh, there's also that uh, issue as well. And I'm quite happy to have it that way, mate. Well, we got the Airbnbs, and oh, we yeah. got the Airbnbs, got lockers, and lockers. But I love it, Sammy. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope there's just some stuff that. I hope that the vendors aren't just like pop vinyl, like 
and I know you love your pops. I know you love your, your like Lego mm-hmm. and stuff. I hope it's not. I hope it's varied. Yes. I hope it's not just like pop vinyls or black mm-hmm. series. Like I, I'd like some variation. Yeah. So hopefully it attracts a lot of cool That's vendors it. too. That's what I'm hoping for from across Europe. That'd be awesome. That's it. It's the attraction. We'll know. Same as you, Sammy. What are you looking to get? You know you want to get your Ahsoka stuff. Anything else you're after? And once more, the call to action for everyone listening. For those who are going to Celebration, is there anything you specifically want to get or pick up or hope to see? Or if you're not going to Celebration, you want someone to get it for you, let us know. We'd love to see what people are asking for from Star Wars Celebration. Maybe more so than I am. But uh, that's going to bring an end to our time here in the Bantina Martin Sammy thank you so much for your questions we're going to have a couple more filthy Patreon questions next week but bartender sorry about the mess we're off we're going to be back again same time again next week here in the Bantina ladies and gentlemen it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Game! That's right, it is the Star Wars Sessions yeah. game. We end the episode every week with a game, and like I said earlier, like I said earlier, uh, it's my turn to host, and it's Mandalorian theme. Oh, sweet. Matty Boy. The Mandalorian season three. I've got a list, and I was, I, we could have easily have mentioned this in the main topic, but I saved it, mate. I saved it <laughs> for you. Okay. We are going to be playing over, because it's funny that you, you, you've already kind of done it with one of the characters. Uh, We've been play, playing over or under. Will we be seeing these characters uh, in the Mandalorian yeah, season three? Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, right, let's, yes. play, let's, let's play the music. Let's play the music. There is no right or wrong answer, only judgment. Um, <laughs> to kick us off, you did say, you did say this, but let me throw it back to you after our conversation we've just had. Um, over, and up, over or under 50% that we will see Anakin Skywalker. Uh, to, yeah, to Ginamon's voice message, I'm going to go under, I think I went 30%. Yeah, okie dokie. Right, so that's how it works. Matty Boy thinks it's going to be 30%. Um, Cobb Vanth. Cobb mm. Vanth. Corn on the cob. Over Beefcake. or under 70%? Oh, over. I'm, I'm going to go as high over? as... I'm, I think we will. Uh, the, the Book of Boba end credit scene with him in the, the Vector tank, uh, getting his arm back on, sewed back on. Um, I think we'll see him. Yeah. I think he's part... I think he's ingrained now in the culture. And also... Now we haven't got potentially a Cara Dune. Somebody else might need to step up, not into that role, but into that airtime. Question for you: Who's who, you know who, who's who's filthier, Cobb Vanth, Timothy Oliphant, or Cobb Vanth, Chris Kenobi collects? Who's who's Chris? Oh, he, he loves it. Yeah, but I'm going to go. Chris is I'm go ninety-five percent. We're going to see Cobb Vanth almost a hundred percent. Yeah, I I, th- I think that's a good shout. Well, that leads me to uh, a few others. Okay. Boba Fett. Over or under eighty percent? Oh, that's a that's a good number. I'm going to go over. I don't know how much they're going to use him. I think I think he'll be sparingly used, but I think they're going to keep calling him back. I'm going to go eighty five. Eighty five percent. Yep. I think we will see Boba him Fett in Mandalorian season Boba three. Yep. In Mandalorian season three. I think we'll see okay. Him. Not much, All right. I'll will. take that. How about this? Over or under sixty percent? Sixty percent that we will see a recast 
Cara June. Oh, 60%. A new, a new actress playing Cara June. What do you think? 60%, you dirtbag. Mm-hmm. Well, I've mm-hmm. just spouted off a monologue and diatribe about how I think they're going to keep it open-ended. So I don't think they're going to kill yeah. her off, which means that they could do... Um, but this is season three. I know, it's, this is this is tough so. because, I mean, if they don't say where she is, then you'd think she's going to turn up unless they're just going to have a missing for a season. They nobody else has been missing for a season. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could mm-hmm. like recast. Do you know what? I'm going to say on. under, but only just. I'm going to go 50%. I'm going to play, I'm going to sit on the fence of this one because it's such a, I like it. a strange situation to find it themselves is. in. It is. 50. It is. It is. Okay. All right. Oh, Let me give you this one. Boy. Over or under 40% that we will see the mods from the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, mate. Wouldn't that be cool? Under. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see the mods in the Book of Boba Fett. Um, I never say never, so I'm going to say 20%. Say 20%. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, maybe we'll see okay. them in the background. I don't know. Right. Let's get a bit spicy. Let's get a bit spicy. Over or under... 60% that we will see Ahsoka Tano in Mando season oh, three. Oh, well, Dave's involved, so 100% with Dave Filoni involved, but um, <laughs> he got to find a way to fit in somehow. Um, don't sound bitter about it, mate. No, no, I, no, I, I, I'm, I, I, I don't jest because he does, but I do jest because I, I really like Rosario as a character. I think it's quite hard. I think she might be the link to explain how, or potentially say how Grogu got back maybe he'll meet with mm-hmm. Ahsoka in the first episode and be like I can't remember when I saw you the other week um, I don't think mm-hmm. I, I don't so mm-hmm. I'm going to say hi because without again no 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 shade but because Dave is involved and we're setting up the Ahsoka Mando skeleton crew verse I think we will see her what was the footage was it 60% you said yeah. I'm going to say 75% chance we'll see Ahsoka at some point wow. again it could, be, it could just be a very fleeting appearance but I think we will let me give you the same stat, over or under 60% Luke Skywalker. Oh, mate, you're a naughty guy. Now, we'll see, I'm less yep. inclined to say we'll see Luke now. I think we're going to see less and less of Luke. Well, actually, no, I don't because they've shown they're not going to do that. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say maybe... I'm going to say 30%, only because... Oh, okay. Luke's story is told in the sense that Grogu boffed him off. You know, we don't need to keep going back to Luke to, Luke to say, you sure you don't want him? Ahsoka makes more sense. Luke, I think there'd be less chance, 30%. Okay. I think that's fair. Now, just while we've been talking about this, I did think to myself, I'm like, hang on, what if like the series opens up with Mando going back to Luke's temple and they're like, look, you sent me the kids. Bit random. Why did why why you send why you send me him back? And they're like, look, he chose to do this. That would answer the, like what we asked earlier about like catching very, people very up point. a little bit. Who knows? Who knows? Isn't it fun? Isn't it fun it, talking about all this? It's film? great, like, all the, It could be none of this you know. or all of it. It's a great thing. Or it could be something better or worse than what we've just come up with. But that's a very solid speculation, point. eh? Speculation, mm. right? I've got two more okay. for you, mate. I've got two okay. more for you. Um, over or under sixty-five percent that we will see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, that's a that's incredibly tough. Mm. Oh, I oh, did that's they did one, they right? save him for Ahsoka? 
that's the question I've got in my mind. Do they save him for the Azoka show? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a percentage. I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say there's a okay. I'm gonna say there's a ten percent chance we see see Grand Admiral Thorn. But I think there could be a seventy five percent chance we might hear Grand Admiral Thorn. I know it sounds very odd, oh. but I think maybe Gideon might be talking to him. We might hear the voice come through the speaker, uh, the hologram or something like that. But then, okay. But then, uh, that's always always accompanied by a visual hologram. I still don't think we'll see him. I think they're yeah. going to save that for Ahsoka. But I, th- I, I think he'll have a presence. I think we might hear his voice. So maybe toward the end of the uh, yeah. of, of the season. I don't Gideon know. talking okay. to him in the last right, episode. Right. Or, or if we do see him, it will be a hologram. It'll be the the very last thing we see at season three because we know Ahsoka's coming in a few months' time. Okay, over or under. 40%, 40% that we will see Jude Law's character from Skeleton Crew. That's a really good question as well. I would <laughs> love that. That's really good. I'd love to see that. Synergy, connectivity, yeah. canon, love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I have a theory on this. <laughs> I'm aware of time as well. Theory. I could sit here for hours just, just thinking about it. 40%. Yep. Do you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do. Uh, this is going to be my curveball. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say there's a 60% chance we meet nice. Jude Law's character. Now we don't because we don't know anything about him. It, that we might watch Skeleton Crew and think, "What were you thinking? He's, he's he lives in like this planet Zerg in the wild space, but he could could be yeah. a smuggler. <laughs> he could be a bounty hunter. He could be a smuggler. We don't know. 60% just for that connectivity. I could be wrong, but there is a dude. It could be Pershing, okay? But there is a dude. You know, we were talking about that that scene that's in the Disney Plus like yes. um, version of the trailer. There is a dude with a really cool long coat, and I'm like, that's either Pershing or Jude Law's well, character. We know Pershing's there, but it could be Jude Law is a is a good looking guy. He looks good. Makes more sense. He, it makes more sense. I was like, but I'd love it to be though. But what if? There's two guys. I think there's two. There's two people. There's two people there looking. I was like. Hmm. That doesn't look like Mando. They don't both look like Mando. So, who knows, mate? Who we ain't got long knows? to find out? You did. Listen, you did some good stats there, mate. Oh, that is good. this week's game. game. Well done. Do you know what? Well I'm, I'm here for it. You could have made yeah, that into an actual episode because we could have sat there for about five minutes on each one discussing the ins and outs and the whys and the knots yeah. of that. That was fun. that was a lot. I'm of fun. sure we will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure we will. will. Keep those. If you've got those notes, keep them down because I'd love to. Um, I'd love to go back to those during season three and be like, oh, we never saw Grand Admiral Thrawn. So my prediction was kind of right. Um, I'd love to. Yeah. Like, do you know what? There's a half a chance you might get asked a similar question in the next few weeks or even off air. Because I'd love to. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to yeah, um, bring it, compare and see where we're at with those. But good job, my friend. Good job with the game. Good job. Good job. That's it. This week's game, mate. Episode 190. 190 Mate, we're Sober. into the it's 90s the now we are there we're almost at the 200 but like lucky boy said that's it that is that for this episode of star wars sessions but the fun doesn't end there no one's ever really gone where can the world find us master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, anywhere, Tumblr. We're there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Um, drop us a voice note or a message. You heard some voice notes today. We love getting voice notes. Uh, send it to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Don't forget about our Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash 
Star Wars sessions. We also got a really spicy Discord server. It's like a massive family friendly for the most part group chat uh it's great fun people are lovely <laughs> on there so just message us and we can send you a link for uh for, for you to join that if you wish if you want to but there we go yes sir the discord is free and if you want another way to support the show for free you can do just by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice which still includes spotify those five stars they really help the show grow it gets new listeners in it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week yes and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum friends tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ewok tell dr pershing tell your cousin the more the merrier they're castle spicier yes tell jude law stylist that this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from luke may the force be with you always Broid Dar. Ah, Droid Bar, isn't Droid it? Bar. Lovely yeah. drink. Oh. They are Essex based podcast heroes. Too weak. Oh, don't kill me, please. What?